Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome or welcome back to the Manifesting Guide podcast, your source for all things spiritual and all things debunking, so that you can live your most optimal life. If you're listening to the show on any platform that allows you to rate the show, please give the show five stars and subscribe to my YouTube channel um and follow my social medias my twitter and my tiktok are at manifesting gaia as well and everything will be in the show notes of this show um hi hi if you are or were already a listener hi i'm back um i know it's been a few months um i don't even know the last time i uploaded an episode i think it was october (laughs) um i will be explaining my absence in a second but before I even start the episode, um, well, number one, I don't have a mic right now, so the audio sounds weird. I don't know if I'll upload this episode if the audio is too bad, but if I do end up uploading this, um, sorry about the audio, I have to get a new mic. But before I even start, I just want to say thank you guys so much for the love you've shown the show. Um, a lot of people still listen to the show, even though I haven't uploaded in months. Like, I always get comments on YouTube or TikTok. And people were just like, I love your podcast so much. And I mean, I do have a lot of episodes. I have one whole season, which is like, I think I had 20 episodes. And then I have like a 30-day meditation. And then I have like half of this season, which I think I uploaded like 14 episodes. So I do have a lot of content, but there's only so much. You know, I've been gone for months. So also when I left on my last episode, when I checked my ratings on Spotify, I had 69 ratings so i remember i checked like two weeks ago and i was at a hundred and something and again that still blows my mind because i literally didn't think that you guys would um watch me well yeah so now i'm at 117 ratings on spotify and i have five stars yeah my last episode was october 8th uh, i'm gonna explain why i've been gone so well okay one main thing i don't know if uh all of you on here Follow me on YouTube. I don't know how many people. I think most of my listeners are from YouTube, but I don't know. Um, But if you don't know, back in November, like end of November, November 22nd of 2022, my house burnt down and like everything. I lost everything. I lost my mic, my laptop. And I got got a new laptop within the week. But um, obviously, like I said, I don't have my mic. So yeah, that happened. And I'm not gonna lie, I can't say even if my house didn't burn down, I still would have would have had episodes out. Only because like I have a lot of episode ideas, but when it came time to like write notes for the episodes, I didn't really like like I don't know. I just didn't have quality things to say. And I don't like to force creativity in any way, shape, or form, especially if I don't have to. Like, you know what I mean? Like I don't have to upload episodes like I don't have to force myself so I didn't want to I am um I have a Virgo in my second house if you're into astrology and if you're not into astrology that basically means when it comes to what I do I am like a Virgo and if you know Virgos they're very like particular and I don't want to use OCD because I know it's like people I don't want to throw that term around but like for lack of better words like they're very like I'm very critical like anything else I don't care about but like if I am not 100% satisfied with what I create, I will delete it. I won't even put it out. Like, it has to be perfect to me. To me. I don't care how many people tell me they, they love it. Like, I have YouTube videos where, like, people are like, I love this, and I just deleted them. Or I literally hate them. No matter how many comments I get, no matter how many people tell me they love it, 
I hate it. If I don't like it, then it's not good. Oh, by the way, I'm okay with the fire and everything. And that's like the number one people, number one thing people ask me is like, are you okay? I'm okay. Um, I actually worked out better than I <laughs> expected. Um, if you're into manifesting, I was actually manifesting my own place hold on my own and not have to pay rent. And then my house burned down and then they got me my own place like insurance and they paid for my rent. <laughs> it's like, wow. Obviously didn't expect it to happen in that way. I wasn't really sad about the fire um, either. I don't know. I was only in that place for like a year. So, and it, so it never really was like my home. Cause it was literally, it was literally, I was in my childhood house, like my whole life. And then we just moved to that place last year or two years ago, 2021 at the end, but like the end, like October, like really November 20th. Yeah. So like, yeah, like a year. So I don't know. I wasn't really sad. I didn't really have much. I only had like clothes. That was the only thing that I had to spend money on really was like clothes and groceries. That was expensive. Well, not expensive because, you know, affirming my money. <laughs> but anyways. Today's episode, as a welcome back episode, is going to be about our needs. Oh, also, Happy New Year. There's a lot going on since I've been gone. I've been gone since October. So, Happy freaking New Year. I hope 2023 is good for you. If it's not, that's okay. It's only March. You know, start today. But um, I hope you guys are doing really, really well. Anyways, today's episode is going to be about are your needs met? Okay. So, first point I want to make is you are the most important person in your life, okay? Start getting into the habit of asking yourself if you if you are okay instead of everybody else. And I don't think a lot of you heard that, so I'm going to say that again. You, you listening to this right now, are the most single in person, most single important person in your life. Start asking and checking if your needs are met and start prioritizing your needs, your feelings, your mental health, all of that over everyone else's. And I'm not saying don't care about other people at all, but when something is a priority to you, it means it's number one. It means it become it means it comes before everything. So if you are not number one, you are saying, or if you're not a priority to yourself, you are saying that something or someone else is. And especially when it's a human being, other humans are putting themselves first and not selfishly, but like in general, you know, when you wake up, you should be in your own body. You should be present with yourself. It should be, am I okay? Like, um, how am I doing? How's my mental health? Like, how do I feel about my plans for today? Whatever. What do I need? Okay, but when you're not a priority and you're doing that for other people, other people are doing that for themselves. And no one human being needs two people making them a priority. So with that being said, it is okay to put yourself first. It is not selfish and you should be doing it because your subconscious mind, well, your whole mind, all subconscious and conscious mind only knows your consciousness. Meaning, you know if you're sad if you're hungry if you're thirsty if you're nauseous all of that but you cannot know somebody else you can only assume how somebody else is feeling what they're thinking xyz so basically the only person who knows you who you can prioritize who you can take care of the best because you actually know 
how they're feeling, what they like their moods, how to calm them, what they need is yourself. Stop shrinking yourself to stay in places you don't belong. Okay. So what you're gonna do is get a piece of paper and write down your immediate energy spenders, meaning where do you spend your energy? So your list would be things like school, work, your friends, your family, your partner, whatever. And then when you have a list of, you know, where your immediate energy goes from like your day-to-day energy or week-to-week energy, um, you're going to ask yourself, do you feel like you're shrinking in any of these areas? When I say shrinking, I mean, are your needs are your needs met by the people or environments that you have listed? Do you force yourself? Do you become a different person to be comfortable, quote unquote, comfortable in this, this environment or around these people? Okay. So a big need, a big part of getting your needs met is communication. Okay. Telling this person what you need from them. Oh, I don't. Well, okay. If you have anxiety around a certain person or area, or in your work environment or something, having to, to get that need met, to get that anxiety, you know, calmed, you're going to have to communicate with somebody about how you feel. And I know this is hard, especially for people pleasers. With people pleasers, their messed up version of peace comes from ignoring their own needs and pleasing other people. And why I say messed up version of peace is because people who people please to avoid conflict, they are getting the peace from not having conflict because they're ignoring their own needs, but they're also denying themselves their needs, which is worse than having the conflict in the long run. Short term, yeah, it's like, okay, I didn't have to, you know, go through the conflict, but long term, you know, it it, it messes you up. So for example... I've been through a lot of narcissistic abuse um, my whole life, um, from parental to partners, like romantically. So with narcissists, most of the time, it's going to be your fault. Like whatever a conflict is about, it's your fault. And they'll gaslight you until you, at the very least, agree with them that it's your fault, right? And if you try to stand up for yourself, it blows up. Like the situation, it'll blow up. Rather than if you were talking with a secure person, a person who wasn't a narcissist, didn't gaslight, what would happen is you would both communicate, then resolve the issue rather than one person having to be right, one person having to be wrong. So as a people pleaser, dealing with a narcissist, instead of saying, hey, that's not true, please don't talk to me like that. Let's just say a narcissist was like putting you down, for example. You'd have to say, okay, you're right. It's my fault. Please, I just don't want to argue. Like, you can be right. Just because you don't want them to belittle you or keep gaslighting you or you just want to stop the conflict, okay? So the conflict does stop because you agree with them, but you're unsatisfied because you're literally putting yourself down so that you don't have to, you know, argue with them in in your own relationship. Okay, and then that affects your psyche sometimes because they can make you believe that what they're saying is true, whether they're talking about your appearance or they put you down for your work ethic or how you choose to live your life or the friends you have, like whatever it is. Yeah, in the long run, it affects you more than, you know, 
having the conflict. So with me, with narcissists, I cut them out. Uh, um, if the relate, especially if the relationship is not necessary. So if it's like, um, I don't know, a partner, I will leave the relationship. If it's like a boss, either I'll, I'll I mean, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm like a serial job quitter. I haven't had a job in a long time, but like when I did, like I don't stand, like you know what I mean. Like if it's not a relationship that is necessary for me to have, like basically anything other than immediate family, it's like I cut them out, and I cut a family too. But I'm saying like you know. For a lot of people, um, it's easier to cut the extra things before we get to the family, okay? So even, like, my ex-best friend, who I was best friends with for eight years, I stopped being friends with her right before 2022 because I realized that she was a narcissist. And you know what I mean? And that's why that was, like, my best friend in the whole world. But it was just, like, I cannot be friends with somebody like that. And I know a lot of people aren't really into cutting people off i feel like people getting cut off has been like demonized like if you do it like that's just so dramatic like whatever whatever it should be like the last 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 resort in the world or some people just never have before in their life ever had to do with anybody maybe you just realize you're people pleasing and it like finally hits you that you know the people in your life are the worst or maybe you've just had a great life you've had great people in your life you've never had to you know whatever which I completely understand. I have an avoidant attachment style, which I'll make an episode on attachment styles, and I'm working towards creating a secure one. But basically, why am I even saying that? It's because since I have an avoidant attachment style, it's never been hard for me to pull away from people. Like I said, I'm working on becoming more secure through therapy. And mine my attachment style like literally everybody else is on the planet comes from the environment i grew up in in childhood so i had growing up i had an emotionally unstable father and a mom that would watch the abuse happen that i was going through with my dad but then like privately she would console me and like talk to me and be like you know that's just how he is like which isn't really helping like that's not okay you know what i mean like that's I, I'll, I'll talk about that in another episode but um you know like privately so, so she would watch it and wouldn't do anything in front of him if that makes sense and then like but i would like cry go to my room and like cry and then she would come in my room and be like you know like oh like you know whatever so i never had a stable protector if that makes sense because it was like as a child i thought my mom was that but then, like, as I grew up and I kind of pieced everything together, I was like, you never actually stood up for me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you would do it privately, but, like, that's why it never stopped because you never actually said anything to him. Or, like, my dad was also, like, what I was just describing earlier with the narcissist, um, with the arguing. It was, like, even if my mom did try to stand up for me, he would just, like, yell. Like, my dad would never let he had to be right all the time. Like I said, he was emotionally unstable. So it was never, it was always just yelling, 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 unless my mom was like, all right, I don't want to argue anymore. Or like, you know, fine. Or just, you know, I don't want to talk about this anymore, which I can understand because it definitely is tiring because I had to experience that too with him. Like, you know, he was never wrong. So it's definitely very tiring 
to try to express yourself to someone who doesn't let you be right or doesn't even like try to hear you or try to understand but anyways yeah so I never had a stable protector or you know I never really felt loved in my environment so now current day especially before therapy like I'm definitely getting a lot better at it but so but yeah current day I guess I push love or help or any kind of care away because it wasn't normal to me growing up. And I get so emotional. My eyes are literally about to start tearing up. I don't know why. But I get so emotional when it comes to like YouTube because that's like my most successful platform right now. And it's YouTube, which I get that um, social media is a brand new thing. And like, you know, people start getting used to it. And, you know, even though we're getting paid, people are still like, oh, it's not going to last forever. I don't know why people st- think, like, we're going to go back to a time where social media wasn't, like, running the world. But I don't know. People are like, oh, it's stupid. Especially, like, my mom, my dad. Like, my family would definitely say, like, the same thing. Or even manifestation. Like, my mom is, like, present day more narcissistic than my dad. I think my dad just had, like, narcissistic traits. But my mom is definitely, like... I don't want to like diagnose her but you know you know anyways my mom would definitely you know be like oh manifestation like that's not you know that doesn't like she gets it but she's like she's very what's the word when you like put somebody down but like you do it like subtly I kind of forget but like definitely you guys get what I'm saying like definitely just like unrealistic like stupid whatever so like I get really emotional when I read YouTube comments and it's just like a bunch of love and like I love yous and you're the best ever and you're my favorite person and you're you're like my favorite coach. I don't know why I'm getting so like (laughs) emotional but it's 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 so surreal to me because I never had unconditional support like I'm getting loved for like I said doing social media which people think is like stupid and talking about manifestation which people think is also stupid and it's just like I never had that before and basically I'm being unconditionally loved and supported for something that I want to do that is good to me and I'm not being forced to do something I don't want to do I'm not being forced to talk about things I don't want to talk about like I get to talk about what I want to talk about and I get to create it and people love me for that so as an avoidant attachment style that's kind of like the thing I would like push away or like wouldn't really believe or you know what I mean like it's very I don't know how to explain it so but yeah I hope I hope that makes sense so yeah so I wasn't really given that love or care or support that I really needed and I had to try to give it to myself or, like, I'd have to try to self-regulate. So, you know, if my dad, you know, went on a tangent and, like, belittled me and yelled at me and I was, like, sobbing or crying myself to sleep, I had to be the one to, like, calm myself down while also being the one that was, like, having a panic attack. So, and as children, we're not meant to do that. Like, a child cannot regulate themselves, which is why they have caretakers. But mine didn't really help me with that. So, Yeah. With that being said, it's not that hard for me to cut people out because I never really had, I don't know, I I never really felt connected to anyone. Um, Blood doesn't make a difference to me, obviously, but my, because my thing is, 
if you're comfortable or if someone is comfortable enough to disrespect you or at least i should say me if someone's comfortable enough to disrespect me then they need to prepare to be comfortable enough to be pushed away from me because i don't like this whole like my mom one thing about my mom is like when it comes to men she's so obviously like i just said like her relationship with my dad was just like especially growing up it was like the worst thing i don't they're still married they're still together but i don't even know it's just a sad thing to see but her thing is like she, you know her thing is always like forgive your man i don't know sorry i just hit my laptop but her thing is always like forgive your man like if you're getting abused stay and no offense but like my dad doesn't do anything for her I'm not going to air out his laundry, but, like, he, she's literally providing everything, like, so it's not even, like, she's gaining from the relationship, but she's, like, oh, stay, you're so quick to cut people off, especially men, she's the type of woman that's, like, your, your standards are too high, you're not going to find anybody with those standards, and mine is, like, literally leaving a man if he, like, yells at me while she stays, because she stays and gets yelled at by my dad, so I'm, like, girl, good, good like if that's the option if the options are staying with a man that yells at me or being single and free i'm being single and free but anyway so yeah she's very much pick me <laughs> just anyways so if you do relate to that childhood like not really having a protector or living in a unstable environment and you kind of suffer with that or trauma with or have trauma or have the avoidant attachment style like you don't really know how to accept love hugs compliments you should try my last meditation of my 30-day challenge um it's an inner child healing it's the inner child healing one it's my favorite out of the whole series and it's actually an activity i did in therapy for this kind of for this situation i just turned it into a meditation but yeah i'll talk about it more in the episode about attachment styles that i'm gonna make but yeah it just helps you um you get to have slash create a protector a nurturer and a wise man it you'll you'll if you do the meditation you'll get what i'm saying but yeah anyways but as far as it goes for cutting people out and it being hard to i get it okay you stay in relationships that aren't meant for you because you're looking for something in the relationship so it can be hard to give it up because you see potential a lot of times when people stay in like abusive situations relationships it's because they see the potential like growing up i definitely gave my dad so many chances to like be different even though he literally <laughs> like treated me poorly like oh my god i was so bad and he was emotionally unstable and i gave him a lot of chances a lot of chances and because i saw potential because you know i wanted him to change i wanted him to like you don't get into relationships with bad people on purpose like you know you want them to change obviously i was born into that relationship but you know what i mean even with my narcissistic partner like i wanted him to change so much i thought he could and he never did so you know i left okay or maybe you've just known this person for a long time or your whole life so you stay like i said with my dad um or even like yeah with my ex too like i didn't leave at the first out of disrespect i saw potential because the thing with narcissistic relationships is it's a roller I, I like to call it like a roller coaster effect you know it's easier to leave a person if the relationship was perfect like good like it's easy like i'm not gonna say it's easy to leave but like ending a relationship or having a relationship end with a good person is like 
easier than having a relationship and with an abuser or a narcissist because with the healthy good relationship there weren't any high lows as i'll call it so with narcissists the lows are really low like we know when they belittle you or gaslight you or make you cry or just watch you cry or you know whatever and the highs but the highs are really high and the highs aren't even like amazing things like you know getting you a house paying off your student loans getting you a car it's just like them complimenting you hey i'm actually really proud of you hey you're actually very smart hey i actually i love you you know maybe they never tell you they love you or something and but since you know when you don't even experience the bare minimum the bare minimum is like amazing like the best thing ever so when you're in the high low in a high low relationship and you start, you know, you start looking for the highs. And when you do that, the relationship turns into them controlling you, right? Because you start, like, you stick around to experience more of that good treatment. Okay, like I said, versus a relationship where it was good, but maybe it was just too long distance. Or maybe you, you know, one of you wanted marriage and the other person didn't, but they were a great partner. You know, they did everything. So it's like, it's kind of like the lack of closure in a toxic relationship that makes people stay so that was kind of like me so that was me for like my father or like my ex or like my mom it's like i have so many good memory i don't have i don't have so many like i could count on a hand how many i could lit i could take hours to talk about bad things he did but good things it was like like when i say good things i mean things that were not bare minimum like oh i'm proud of you or like my mom's always like oh but your dad took you to like hershey park or disneyland when you were like seven and i'm like <laughs> girl what about what he did last year like be so for real for things like that it takes getting disrespected so much for you to actually leave the relationship so if you do have trouble cutting people off even though you know you're getting treated like crap especially if it's like your first person ever it will happen you will leave like eventually and everybody's journey is different but i want to emphasize that cutting people off isn't villainous and it's always portrayed that the person who cuts people off is the villainous one but no one ever asked them what led to that because i promise you the answer is somewhere along the lines of being disrespected so much or being whether it's being cheated being yelled at being you know physically abused verbally mentally whatever like like if you left the job that you were getting treated poorly at and never talked to anybody from that job again is that villainous no people do that all the time but like why is it villainous when it's a partner a, a, a ex-spouse parents like so do what you want to do like especially when it comes to cutting people off you know when it's time to go so don't overthink yourself because you could overthink yourself out of any decision whether it's the best decision of your life you could overthink yourself out of it so i always say this when it comes to this topic but like i always stand with you i stand with you you know if you want to cut people off and you're like oh my god well or if it's a whole freaking bloodline and you want to start your own family you like do the damn thing and i will always support you i'm always here for you because as much as it sucks like i'm an empath so for me i don't have to experience things to feel people or like feel for them so but a lot of the world doesn't like that if they've never been through it then they bash you for what you want to do but as someone who has been through it i feel for you and i want you to do what you want to do like i said 
if if you made this list and you're like i'm getting treated poorly here then you know what you have to do or do what you want to do i'm not saying this is what you have to do but i'm saying if this has crossed your mind and you're really leaning towards it and you're like i just need a sign or something this is that and it's also worth like when you know your worth there are just certain things you're not going to stand for like i said i did not leave a lot of my relationships at the first sign of disrespect or narcissism but when i was tired i was tired i was going and you cannot stop me you couldn't tell me anything else like you had your chance how many chances did i give you too many too many okay and another activity i want you guys to do is get another piece of paper and write out the best versions of your relationships so meaning so write down your family your friends your job environment your school environment and what do the best relationships of and you can even um you can even go into detail so if you want to have family you can do mom dad separately or you can just do all family you could do friends like you could do mary alex or you could just do friends in general and so on but what do the best versions of those relationships look like like what does it look what does your ideal relationship with your parents look like does it look like you being able to talk to them you being able to trust them um what does it look like with your friends like does it look like more communication does it look like hanging out more does it look like them not belittling you in front of you know their romantic interests like what is that to you and then ask yourself how your current relationships match up so is it you know close does it sort of resemble what you want and if it doesn't number one is it able for that to happen again like i said getting your needs met has to do a lot with communication so do you think like talking to these people if you had a conversation and say hey this is what i need from you guys because i don't feel satisfied in this relationship do you think that would change it and if not or if you're like i've talked to them so many times i've tried i've tried i've tried first of all to me relationships shouldn't be that much effort like you're talking you're having the same conversation every single week and nothing changes and it's been weeks or months like that's not normal to me that's not okay i've been in too many relationships like that and they all ended or don't exist and we're all toxic so that's where i say you can do what you want to do like i said kind of people don't even have to be villainous like it's never villainous for me i just leave like with my ex it was just like i never came back one day like i just never came back um i actually did see him in january because kind of a long story but it, it wasn't like that it wasn't like oh little sneaky like let me see you come see me it was literally like i was still his emergency hot contact and he was in the hospital and then i went i don't even know why i'm telling this story but i went to see him because i know nobody else cares about him like the fact that his, i'm his emergency contact like says a lot because we weren't even together for that long and you know i haven't talked to him in a year and a half so i went and like classic narcissist within me being there for well okay first thing i walked in he asked me for was money so right away i knew i wasn't gonna be there i, I was like I, i'm i'm leaving but then within 10 minutes we started fighting he started yelling at me he said some old things that i told him he had a problem i had a problem with him saying in the relationship and that's why he said it he said it on purpose because he because we were he was well he was yelling and we were arguing and so he's i don't know how to explain it it's like he's 
he has issues and when he you know with narcissists when they feel threatened they feel like they have to threaten you so i didn't even say anything but he felt you know i don't know i don't know but i needed that because that really like gave me the closure to like never see him ever again or like never not that i was seeing him or talking to him like i literally hadn't seen or talked to him in like months but it was more like i still I don't freaking know. Like, I still kind of hoped, like, one day... Like, I don't even want to be... I don't want to get back together with him, but I kind of hoped for, like... I don't know. Okay, I didn't have closure. And I'm not a closure woman. Like, I never ask for it. I never wait for it. I always say I don't need it. And I don't think I do, but, like, that was it. Like, me seeing him and it literally turning into an argument. Him asking me for money, like, right when he saw me. Instead of, like, whoa, it's been almost two years. Like, you know, how are you... You know what I mean? And of course we argued and we haven't seen each other in two years. Like, and we're arguing about me leaving. Like, that's what he was mad about. So I was like, yeah, I don't, like, I don't regret it. I've never regret cutting a person off in my life um, because they deserve it. Like, it's not villainous. Like, if I'm doing it, like I said, it was for a good reason because I had enough. Like, with, I had enough. Yeah, but obviously you decide at the end of the day. There's obviously other options. I'm... I definitely do talk about it before I do it, like, but I, like I said, usually it turns into me asking for it every day, and they never give it to me, so at that point, it's like, well, I don't know what else to do, because you need help, but anyways, yeah, that's it for this episode, obviously came back with a longer one, almost 40 minutes, proud of myself, proud of myself, if you did like this episode, I'm glad, uh, thank you so, so, so much for listening, Remember, you can have anything you want in this universe. Nothing is too big, small, wide, or expensive. I believe in you. You should believe in you. And I will talk to you guys in my next episode. I love you so much. Bye-bye.